0: Your tyres are an investment of several hundred to several thousand dollars if you own a performance car. So, how long should they last out there, turning and churning on the road? And what do you do if they wear out, quote-unquote, early? I'm John Cadogan from AutoExpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap i do australia only though overseas dude website card now got this question here from mark laney Leno. Leno is a hard lover too i can just tell you'll be able to tell too when you hear this he's got a february 2021 built suzuki Bolina. Bought it new, it's got 60,000 Ks on it now. It's done 60,000 Ks in a Bolino in 19 months. It's 3,200 kilometres a month. If you averaged 80 Ks an hour behind the wheel of your Bellino, that's 40 hours every month driving a Bellino. That would harden you up. Fist got hard, wit got keen kind of thing. Johnny Cash, eat your heart out. That's 20 full days every year behind the wheel of a Bellino. 20, 24-hour periods driving a Bellino. Like, if the CIA nabbed you off the street, if you'd done that, and they nabbed you off the street and renditioned you to friggin' Gitmo, and they hung you up by the ankles and fed you a Big Mac rectally every day kept asking you about Osama bin Laden's home address. You'd be saying, supersize me, baby, and make it the fries this time. Maybe some nuggets and Fanta, if you don't mind. Wouldn't you? You're not going to crack me, is kind of where I'm getting at. Anyhow, where are we? Leno goes on and says, it's on its third set of tyres in 60,000 Ks. The last set lasted 25,000 Ks, which I would say, that's not too bad. Like, I'm failing to see the problem here, Leno. I really am. I'd suggest that 25,000 Ks, right? 25,000 Ks is Sydney to London and halfway back. Kind of thing. It's about 17,000 Ks, Sydney to London. So we're in the ballpark, aren't we, of 25,000? And I know there's no walkway, but if they did build a friggin' bridge to Singapore and then a bridge from Singapore to India, you could walk there. You could get a brand new pair of shoes and you could friggin' walk there. You just walk across Australia and then you walk over the bridge to Singapore and then you walk across Singapore and then you just walk over the bridge to India, and then you walk across India and Pakistan, and then you've got to walk across Iran, that could be fun, Uh, Turkey, then you'd have to walk across Bulgaria and Serbia, Croatia, Austria, France, and then just walk through the tunnel to, you know, the old dart. And then you could turn around and, you know, come halfway back sort of thing. And I don't know at what point you would lose your capacity for being indignant at having to buy a fresh pair of shoes, but 25,000, I doubt you'd get 25,000 Ks out of a pair of Nikes, even though there's more rubber on the road on the shoes compared with the mass of the human being conveyed over these mythical bridges and all these fun places to walk across. So I'd also suggest that Wear and tear depends on how you drive and how well you check the tyre pressures and operational factors of that nature. So, the tyres wore evenly, only the back tyres wore faster than the front, the back left wore faster. Okay, so let's think about that for a moment. In a modern car, there's electronic brake force distribution, the function of which is to get the back half of the car to contribute more than previously cars were capable of contributing safely to the braking process, right? Previously, cars had proportioning valves in the braking system, and that limited the amount of braking effort at the rear so that you didn't stomp on the brakes and have the back end overtake the front in some circumstances, right? So now we've got a computer monitoring that, and that means that the rear brakes can do more work as a proportion of the total work stopping the car. The front brakes obviously still work harder than the rears. What I'm saying is the rears contribute more now. So that could be a factor accelerating the rear brake wear. And left versus right wear. Left-hand side always wears out quicker. That's simply because the left-hand edge is rougher, Australia. It's because of how we drive the rough edge of the road is the left edge. It's like if you go to America, the the edge that wears out the quickest is always the right-hand side of the car because that's the rough edge, right? Typically though, the front tyres, the front left will be the one that wears out the fastest on a front drive car because it's driving and also scrubbing more because every time you turn left, the tightest radius is the front left and every time you turn right, the radius is not as tight for the right tyre. So all of these things come into play but it's probably due to how you're driving and where you're driving in this case about the back left wearing out faster. We can explain the left. The back is a brake thing and I suggest that um, Leno is probably doing a great deal of highway driving as a proportion of total running but I don't know that he hasn't told me anything about that. Tire pressures were constantly checked. That's always good. I'd suggest placard plus 20% cold inflation pressure is the place to start. And then just make sure that the tread is wearing evenly across the face. That'd be the right pressure. Been back to the dealer and they checked the wheel alignment and said the back wheels were four degrees out, which is within their specifications. Just wondering if you've heard anything about this. I haven't specifically with Beleno. I really don't. Bellino, bellino, tomato, tomato, right? I honestly haven't ever had a complaint about tyre wear in a Suzuki, you know? Tyre wear complaints typically evolve around, you know, hitting potholes, knocking the wheel alignment out and scrubbing the edges out, or just never checking the pressures, which grossly accelerates tyre wear. But I'd say that If you get more than 20,000 kilometres out of a set of tyres, you are doing okay. And you could probably extend that life if you do extreme gentle driving and you pump the pressures up substantially harder than most people would drive at. From a comfort point of view, you'd have to go higher than placard for that. But one of the trade-offs with modern tyres is that they've increased grip and grip and wear uh, direct trade-offs in design, right? If you increase grip, you increase safety, you increase performance, you reduce stopping distances, you increase cornering performance, it all gives you a greater safety envelope in the car. And the one feedback effect of that is that you reduce the life of those tyres, all other things being equal. So I'd suggest that if you're only getting 5,000 Ks out of a set of tyres, you're either in training for the summer nats or something seriously wrong with the car, but if you're getting north of twenty, then hey, that's okay. I mean you could try different brands and it sounds like you've got the capacity to run the mad experiment because every th- six months you're doing twenty thousand K's. I'd just go for a different brand the next time with all of the same ratings in the tire and just see if you go slightly better. But twenty to twenty five thousand Ks like that's in the ballpark of just what it's going to be.